Okay, gamblers, what's up? We're finally back. I know. It was like, I don't know, a couple weeks. Herndon, we'll blame it all on him. It was completely his fault. All right, blame me. I don't care. It's fine. <laughs> okay, anyway, we're finally back. We're going to get back onto a regular schedule after this weekend. Um, we both start our summer jobs, so we'll be able to come up with a nice little schedule. We won't have to worry about finals every other day. Um, Yay. But uh, today's episode, we're going to go a little bit about the Kentucky Derby, the uh, headache that happened. Then we'll talk a little bit about the NBA. Uh, I know Herndon wants to get into the NFL. He's dire to get into this NFL. I'm telling you, man. I am, dude. I just want to restart. I'm sick of just sitting here watching basketball and baseball. I, I need some It's because you're not walk- watching hockey, man. That's that's what the reason is. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about hockey. It might be. I'm a hockey guy now. Let me tell you. Oh, yeah, me too. I know so much about it. Dude. Hey, Canes tonight. Go Canes. Got him for the series. Plus 140. Just putting it out there. All right. Fair enough. Okay. So let's start off here with the Kentucky Derby. For those of you who don't know, there was a DQ, Maximum Security, who was the odds-on favorite after Omaha Beach um, said he wasn't going to participate. I guess he didn't say that. I guess his owner said that. So... Oh, I'm assuming <laughs> Omaha Beach said he didn't say he wasn't going to participate because he's a damn horse, but I, I mean, I'm just assuming. Anyway, Maxim Security um, was the uh, wire-to-wire winner. He crossed the finish line. He has all the pictures of crossing the finish line, but it was an unofficial finish. They said he was disqualified because of something he did. What he did was the last turn he was in lane two he jumped to lane five cutting off war of will who i bet on who i was kind of pissed because war of will was making a run he hit war of will in i looked into this a lot in kentucky derby and not just kentucky derby in all horse racing scenarios if this happens it is a disqualification hence why country house won because he ended up in second place so first gets dq'd next guy up is the winner 62 to 1 there you go there's your winner yeah, well, uh, it wouldn't have been Country House if it wasn't for that whole debacle because, as you said, uh, War of Will was making a run. Yeah, I mean, he was... He, and it probably, it probably would have been him. I, I mean, it was coming around the last stretch. I, you can't guarantee it. Like, you can't look into the future. I completely understand that and all. But he was... I mean, yes, did I have money on the guy? So, yes, I'm a little upset. But he was he was making that push right around the last turn and... He basically got cut off, and after that, the, the jockey's holding them up, and the jockey's just trying to make sure the horse is okay because I know we talked about this earlier. The the uh, owner of Warwill said the next day, he was like, listen, I was happy to get up and see my horse running around. He's like, I don't care we didn't win. I don't care, whatever. He was like, that could have been really bad, and that that's what it came down to. It came down to just saving the horse. We were talking about before the podcast started, he's happy his horse is just running around because, honestly, what could have happened was the horse could have gotten – like actually hurt like say they would have hit uh hit hooves and then the one would have fell broke his leg they would have put it down because a horse with a broken leg they usually just put it down if it's a racing horse and then what would have happened to the jockey because they were in the front there and the whole pack's behind them and the jockey falls on the track exactly what happens then you know like he just gets trampled he he gets seriously injured if he doesn't get out of the way it, exactly. It, just it's, it wouldn't be a good look. It would be on a national stage like this. And yes, I understand. I know I know the owner. I know the jockey was very pissed about the, the DQ for maximum security. And I even know they said they made a comment. They're like, oh, maximum security was seen walking back to his stable by himself. I'm like, you think the horse cares? 
Yeah, the horse doesn't like, give a shit if he won or lost. I mean, he doesn't know what the hell he did. No. Exactly. Uh, and I know my one buddy's like, oh, are they gonna put him down? I'm like, they better not freaking put him down. He's a he. The horse, he's young. He jumped. Okay, it yeah. was illegal. Yeah, but I, you gotta blame the jockey to a degree too. Like, hey. Yeah, it's not all on the horse. I mean, the horse is just running what basically how the jockey tells it to run. Like, it, it's not the horse's fault. I don't believe it. I, I'd blame it more on the jockey than I would on the horse. With that though, um, Country House is not running in the Preakness. There will not be a triple crown this year, and Omaha Beach. I have not heard anything on if he's running. Um, the Preakness is May eighteenth, so obviously a lot of time yet. Uh, I don't think Maximum Security's running in it either. Personally, I think uh, Tassus. Is that how you say his name? T a c i t u s, Tactus, whatever that is. Uh, He's probably gonna be the odds-on favorite. Probably. Uh, sorry, I, I was uh, yawning there uh, a little bit. Rough day. Uh, yeah, woke up around two o'clock. Uh, it was real tough. I, I two o'clock. Yeah, I, I don't really know what's been going on since I got home. Like, I got home Friday night. Uh, I took a four-hour nap the one day and then slept 12 hours two hours later. I, like, I don't know what's going on. I'm really just lost out here. Uh, it's been real weird. Hmm. I have a job interview for interview Saturday, though, so skirt. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying your day. I uh, woke up at 8 o'clock today, studied for my final. Yeah, I did that last week, so it, I'm, I'm over that shit. That's good. Yeah. I, I'm just waiting for it to get nice out. Like, because I'm sick of this. It, today, it, here, it's like like overcast, like 50-something degrees. It's, damn, it, it's May. I just want like 80, 85. I want to go out to the pool. You know. You know what we should do? We should start recording the podcast when it's nice out. Yeah. In nature. Nature podcast. Maybe get a couple cacaws yeah. out there. That's what I'm saying, man. Cacaw. See that? I'm outside right now. That was crazy. I mean, who knows what animals you have in that house? You have freaking everything there. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll see Dude, we you going. used to have a bunny that looked at you when you took a piss. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe. Okay, anyway. Maybe we'll get a bird. Yeah. Um, dude, honestly, I would, I would like a... I would, I think a bird would be really cool, but the whole like it's just shitting wherever it wants thing that would not be. Or the cool whole like me. thing I, it lives for like sixty years. Yeah, that just I, I wouldn't be a fan. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> anyway, um, let's jump right into NBA playoffs. Uh, yeah, I think NBA playoffs is the way to go here. Okay, uh, this was your topic, so uh, you be the jockey here. Here you go. All right, so uh. Last night, I'm surprised the Warriors still won after KD got hurt late. Uh, since Steph and Clay have not been shooting uh, the greatest, uh, I still like the uh, the Rockets to come back, win Game Six, maybe for, and force a Game Seven. I don't really know what's going to happen there, uh, but I do like the Rockets to force that Game Seven there. Uh, the Rockets are currently minus seven. Are they at home? Or are they in Houston? They are in Houston for Game Six, correct? Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're minus seven at home, and that's mostly because KD's out for the rest of the series, uh, at least just for this series. They don't really have a timetable on his return yet uh, with a right calf strain, uh, which, I mean, the minus seven line I don't really like for 
for this game, I'd probably fade this game or bet the Warriors because that minus seven's tough when you have a guy like Steph. Yeah, he's been playing shitty so far this series, but he can come out, he can drop 45. He can just take KD's place, drop 45, and the Warriors win by 10. Like, that that could happen. See, here's what I see. I'm, I'm looking at the line, and now, yes, this game is tomorrow, so subjects to change. It opened five and a half, even money. Now it's seven, um, minus 110, so even still. And public is still, we still have 55% of the tickets on Golden State. And personally, I, I don't see how, I mean, yes, KD is the greatest player. Yes, blah, blah, blah. But like you said, Stephen Clay can, they can fill right in for him very easily. I, yeah. Seven's a big number. Seven's a huge number. Uh, for Golden State, I, I mean, I don't want to sound like Mr. Mr. Uh, basic here and just sitting here going, that's a big, it, that's a huge number for Golden State. Come on, man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I can see maybe like if it was sitting at three, you take Houston, but it's sitting at seven. Uh, I don't like that number at all, considering the Rockets' wins were by four and what was the other one? By five, four and five. And you got to look at it that they're the Rockets, their backs are against the wall. And hey, they remember what happened last year. Yeah. They had huge, they had uh, Golden State on the on the ropes. Like, this is a huge game for them. They're going to be up for this one. Yeah, exactly. So I, I really don't know what to think here. Like, that minus seven line's tough. I mean, yeah, the Warriors don't have KD, but Steph, Steph and Clay can come out and do whatever they need to do, like they've done in the previous years uh, to get it done and win the game. So I, if I'm betting, I'm either going. Houston money line or Warriors the plus seven. You're not betting Houston money line. It's minus three twenty. I'm not betting Houston money line anymore. <laughs> that, I mean, yeah, I, I would. I mean, personally, I take the. I don't know. <laughs> I think the only play would be the plus seven or even yeah. hell Golden State money line just for a, a like maybe a half unit play. It's plus two sixty. Yeah. I. Or just watch the game. And yeah, or just watch it, it in game. It. Yeah. Either way. And then another thing with the NBA playoffs, I, I just want to ask you, Everly, uh, what's your opinion on uh, Ben Simmons right now? Okay, so first series, obviously they played the Nets, pretty shitty team, and it happens every year. They play these dirtbag teams, or like they played Miami last year, and they just play these dirtbag teams that try to get in fights with them and shit, and Ben Simmons is Mr. Tough Guy. He's like, oh yeah, who who the hell's what's Jared Dudley? Like he's yeah. he's a fucking loser. First of all, who where the hell is he? He's probably at home in his mom's basement or something. Like he's not a professional athlete in my eyes. He's not even good. No, he's not. Good. Anyway, he's just a he's a so, role player. Exactly. And Ben Simmons gets in this big pissing match with him, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm a big tough guy. I'm gonna come out and throw and drop thirty. Okay, bro, where are the nuts at now? You're coming out. You're playing Kawhi Leonard, who is arguably the best player in the NBA, in my opinion, especially in the playoffs. His shooting percentage is, like, godly right now. Yeah, I know. He carries this team. And, yes, I understand last game he didn't have to carry the team because everyone else lit up, everyone else lit it up and Philly looked like Shit. a high school team, like, in practice. Like, I don't know what was happening there. I was pissed off. I was going off on Twitter. But Ben Simmons, if – I'm going to be honest here. I'm going to be honest about two things here. I'm a Philly fan, and I am full in on the process. But if Ben Simmons does not get his shit together this game, I'm not saying he has to drop 30. I'm saying he can't come down the court and try to throw the ball over his shoulder and throw, just have a turnover that leads out to a, a run out the other way. Yeah. Just just play good basketball. Be a 
a productive player. And Joel Embiid, my opinion on him, I don't mean just transition out of it. Ben Simmons needs to play better. If he doesn't play better, I it might be time to move on from him. I, I know it's hard to say, but he I, I think they might have to move on from him. The same thing with Joel Embiid. He is now we've been we've been friends for a long time, so we have there's Penn in the in the backyard, and you know um, I'm a big fan of Penn because um, obviously yeah. So, um, Penn's in their backyard. They have they are a NBA team, a professional team that this guy can get any medical attention he needs, anything he needs that he can be healthy. Like he's sick for what like two weeks. Yeah, well, Joel Embiid's the, the the he gets literally hurt or sick or whatever. Like it's like once every two weeks, or he gets hurt for fucking what was it six weeks or something like that. Like where he couldn't play and he's still kind of yeah. hurt in the playoffs. And okay, ten nice in your knee. Okay, fine. You have knee issues. First of all, I think it might be time to move on from him too because big men that are injured stay injured. They don't get healthy. Yeah. But my my thing on sickness, you have the most advanced medical stuff in in the world you're a professional athlete you have pen in your backyard you have yeah. how many other medical schools right there you, you're telling me this guy can't be healthy like when i get sick i get sick for like 24 hours maybe 48 max this man is sick for what two two weeks yeah. like w- what is he doing no exactly like i had when i got the flu i was sick for three days and then it was just like all right well i got shit to do like gotta go do it like i like it's three days like if, if you're sick yeah. like just go see a doctor. Like I wasn't even going to see a doctor. I had the flu. Like I was just taking Dayquil. This guy has the best possible medical treatment that he can possibly get. And you're telling me he's still sick for two weeks or what, however long it was. And the problem is, I don't know if you saw the picture of him walking into the game the other night. He looks like a sad puppy. Yeah. He, I guarantee he's walking in that locker room with this big, like a sad face on. And like, everyone's going to see that and say, Oh shit. Our quote unquote star players Look at him. How are we going to get up for this game? They don't get up for the game. Yeah. I, and we see what happened. They get fucking killed in game five. Well, uh, the stat line for uh, Embiid and for uh, Simmons, uh, they combined for 20 points and 13 to- turnovers uh, last game in that blowout. Just, just saying. You know what their season averages are? What's that? Well, Embiid's is 28 a game. Yeah. Simmons is probably just under a triple double a game. Yep. And they not out. in turnovers either. And they, they they come out and do that. They had seven less turnovers than they had points combined. I mean, I don't know if you saw anything I was saying on Twitter to people. I was calling this team trash, terrible. And first of all, it's the inner Philly fan in me. And people might say, "Oh, you're a pseudo Philly fan. You only like one team." But guess what? You like one team in Philly. You're allowed to be a Philly fan. Yeah. It's a rule. I don't know if anyone heard it. Clearly, no one knows of it around here. But literally, the team looked like a bunch of losers. Like they, they look like they forgot how to play basketball. Yeah. Well, I did see an interesting, an interesting take on this. Trade Ben Simmons, right? Get a couple of draft picks, a couple role players. Trade Ben Simmons, pick up Kemba because Kemba is going to be a free agent. See, I did see that, and I do like that. I actually really do agree with that. But here's my thing: What are you gonna? I don't know what you get for Ben Simmons. I'm being honest here. I mean, at this point, what, what did they get for Fultz? A second round pick, or what, what the hell did what, what was the uh, trade there? I think there? a second. I think well, like, it has to be a second. It couldn't be a third, can it? Because there's no third there is, round. There is no third draft. round pick. Yeah. So like, I'm thinking for Ben Simmons, teams are still gonna say, "Damn, he's a point guard who's seven feet tall who can pass the ball. He can't shoot, but they can possibly work on it." 
I mean, you're getting at least one first round pick and another player out of that. You're getting at least a pick and a player. I I mean, if you could do that and you talk to Kemba and you say, listen, Kemba, uh, we're guaranteed like you're going to be our starting point guard who's going to like lead our team and uh, do that, have Jimmy Butler sign the max, uh, get Embiid in a goddamn body cast all summer. Uh, See, but here's my thing about about Jimmy. Uh, yes, the sign the max. Okay, he's he's a great voice, and I know someone brought this up too. Someone was like, "Oh, you need to like build around Jimmy almost." I'm like, "No, you can't. He's 29. He's overused by the T Wolves. He's he's a great voice. He's a great closer. He is the guy that can go get a bucket. But he is too old to build around. And yeah. I I just if he's asking for that much money, you're gonna have to let him walk. In my opinion, you're gonna have to give Toby the the max if 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 it comes down to it i mean yeah it's tough because jimmy i feel like does like like represent philly like philly basketball you know you know what i mean like a hundred percent yeah like he he just looks like a philly basketball player he acts like a philly basketball player like like it's just like the way philly is like jimmy embodies but like what you're saying is he's been in the league for how many years he's 29 Giving him a max, like, say, five-year deal, four-year deal is a lot, considering he's going to be about 34 if you give him a five-year deal uh, when it's all said and done. It's tough to look at. Like, yeah, the Sixers are where they want to be after that long stretch of losing for, like, whatever it was, four or five years. And and now they're back and they're they're in the playoffs and doing well. But if you look at it, they're not set up for success in the future. They're just kind of set up for success right now. So they have to do what they have to do now in order to win. Yeah. And and a problem with that is not having bench. Like, yeah, okay, you could say Simmons, Embiid, Butler, JJ, Toby is the best starting five in basketball. You can you could argue it. You you could argue it, and you could probably you could probably get a lot of people to agree with that. But well, I'd say at least in the East, I mean the the Warriors starting five. I think. You, I mean, they have a team I mean, of five all stars. Who's their center? Boogie. Who's, who's their five? Boogie. He's not. Well, he's not in there right yeah, now. Yeah. That. So it's Bogut or is it Looney? Yeah. Uh, I'm saying like I'm saying right now, like right. in the playoffs. Oh yeah. Well, especially with KD out, yeah, I'd say Philly has the best yeah. starting well, five. Well, with KD out too. But the problem is every team will kill them on the bench. Okay, Mike Scott. Yeah, he's good off the bench. But Philly's rest of their bench, like who who comes in for Embiid? Like Greg Monroe? Yeah. Who the fuck's that? That well, the Philly has always had shitty backup big men. I feel like, like they just. Who was it last year? They had another shitty one last year. I don't even know. Uh, who the hell, you're right. They did have some dumbass last. I, year. I, I forget, forget who it was. I, like I'm not even a Sixers fan. I'm just saying I remember because like uh, watching the games like up at school. Uh, they, I I forget who it was. They had a shitty backup big man, and they have a shitty backup big man now. Oh, I agree. And and the big man they went out and got was um Bobby, who yeah. can't even play this series because he can't defend the three point line and defend inside because uh Gasol can shoot the three. So he's he's literally you went out and yes, you got Toby and Bobby in the same deal. So Bobby was kind of a plus. Yeah. But he was your guy coming in for for Embiid all the time, and now he can't even play this series. Yeah. That I mean, I mean he's basically just like a role playing big man. Like he's not he he's good the regular season because like, okay yeah they they don't really need him to guard three pointers like if that happens like in the regular season it's just like ah shit like who cares 
But like now, like when you have a big man that can actually shoot threes, uh, you're gonna need somebody who can guard that. Exactly. Uh, that's just, yeah. And then my last two cents. Well, first of all, um, I know I talked to you about this. I think you agree with me. Sixers tonight in game six, after all this being said, it's the most Philly thing ever that they come out and win this game. I don't I don't know if they win by 10. I think they win this game tonight and force a game seven. Hard to win on the road in game sevens, but I think we get a game seven here. Yeah, I agree. I think we get a game seven. I actually think we get a game seven in all the games, but I mean, I hope we do, but I, I actually think we do because I think, okay, so if Portland would win this series against Denver, They'd give the winner of okay or the winner of Golden State and Houston a run for their money. If oh, 100 percent. If Denver wins that series, I don't think they give the the winner of the Houston Golden State series a run. Uh, I think it has to be uh, Portland that advances in order to get a more competitive Western Conference Final. Uh, I just think that Portland has more of like the the dagger, like. I think Denver's a young team, but Portland's been around for a long time with McCollum and with Dave. Uh, and I'm blanking on the third guy, but it's fine. Uh, Seth Curry's out there. Yeah, He's Seth Curry. Off. Yeah, exactly. So, like, they've been around there. They've been in the playoffs a couple of times. Dave's one of the most underrated players in the league. Uh, he was actually voted the most underrated player in the league by the players in the league, while Draymond was voted the most overrated player in the league by players in the league. That's a fun fact. Uh, but I think if Portland advances, it's it's a good series. I 100% agree. I think that's the series we need. I think a lot of people do want to see the Nuggets because I think they want to see Jokic. But I, I think Portland, you're you're 100% right. Portland's the team that's going to give up Houston or Golden State a run for their money. Yeah, where I think Denver, it's going to be a five five game series probably. Yeah, Max. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying anything about the East because right now the Bucks are running through it. Yeah, and personally. I don't think the Raptors have a chance against the Bucks, but it'll be one man versus one man. It'll be um, it'll be Giannis versus Kawhi. So, yeah. I mean, so people are were really high on the Celtics. Uh, I, I don't know. I've just never really, uh-huh. I, I've never really been high on the Celtics, uh, especially this season. Like, I think there's too many mouths to feed there with Hayward and Kyrie, and then when Marcus Smart's healthy and they have the Morris brother, they have like, you know, what I mean, Everly, like it, there's just a whole lot of, Oh yeah. There's a whole, that's why they're not in the playoffs anymore. Yeah. There's a whole lot of mouths to feed a whole lot of guys that are, I would say, I'm not saying they're like greedy, but I'm just saying there's a whole lot of people that need points. Tatum, Horford, Kyrie Brown. Like, I think last yeah. year when they were, were doing, when they were doing great, we talked about this and we said, um, listen, just because they have these two doesn't mean they're a lock to be studs next year. They, it's going to be hard to play. They're right. And who, I, who was out last year? It was it was Hayward was out. And who and else? Kyrie. Was out? And Kyrie. Yeah, Ky, Kyrie was out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like with Hayward out and Kyrie out last year, it actually helped because Rozier like went off, but and uh, Hayward didn't really have like he couldn't play, so there wasn't minutes to go around. But you're talking Tatum. Horford, Kyrie, Jalen Brown, Morris. Uh, I I don't know if I said Hayward, but Hayward, Smart, Rozier, all those guys that are all starting caliber guys on any other team. Three of them aren't going to start, but they want to get them starter quality minutes. So you're limiting everybody's like possible minutes. Like, like in, in what world does 
Gordon Hayward play 22 minutes and the Morris brother plays 30. They don't. Yeah, like like you know, like that's that's what happened in uh, Game Five. Exactly. All right, let's wrap this up by giving our three. Okay, let's do the three games. Um, okay. Against the spread, I'll spit the lines off, and then we'll give our projected um, Eastern Conference Finals and Western Conference Finals. Okay, so we'll start tonight. Sixers, Toronto, Toronto favored by two and a half. I'll take Philly plus the two and a half. I'll take Philly money line. <laughs> okay. I mean, you heard it there first. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, me and I've talked about it before. I know we talked about it earlier in the podcast. Uh, Philly money line tonight. It would be a very Philly thing for them to come out and win after getting blown out. Uh, the two and a half. I I'd definitely take the plus two and a half, but uh, actually, I'd also you know take what? Money line. You know what? That that's a dumb bet by me. Why would you take the two and a half? Just take the money line. If you lose by one or two, you know what? You deserve to lose the bet anyway. Philly money line. If you're gonna bet them, take the money line. Smart call. Yeah, I I believe money line is the way to bet it there. Denver Portland Portland favored by three and a half. Um, ah, that's tough. So I think I think Portland will win. I think it's gonna be Portland's game. What what's Portland money line sitting at right now? Minus what? Uh, minus one sixty five. I mean, that's not terrible. Uh, as Charles uh, Barkley would say, terrible, terrible. Um, I think I will take the Blazers minus uh, the three and a half. Minus the three and a half. That's my official bet there. Yeah. See, I, I'm a little. I, I'm iffy. I'm back and forth on this one. I mean, I I, I think Blazers will win. I, I mean, honestly, give me the Blazers minus three and a half. I mean, the rest of the series has been close, really. Like, the the, the one damn game went to four OTs. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, give me the Blazers minus three and a half. Okay, and then we got Golden State Houston tomorrow. Houston minus yeah, we seven. Talked, we already talked on this. If you, if you're betting it, I, I think you gotta go Golden State plus seven. I I don't really think you can go Houston minus seven. I think you gotta go Golden State. As much as I um, think the smart play is that, uh, I'll take the half unit on Golden State plus 260 on the money line. Go for the big score. Um, I probably actually won't bet on any of these games because why would you bet NBA playoff basketball? But I think this is just fun to do. Yeah, I, I think uh, you, you should bet like half unit on the money line, like Everly said. But uh, if you're betting points, I, I don't think I'd go Houston minus seven because – the two games they won so far, they won by five and four. And yeah, KD's out, but Steph and Clay, they're basically banking on them not having good games again, like they've been for the whole series. But I, I think if you're going, you can bet half of you to on the money line and you could go uh Golden State plus seven. Yeah. Good call there. And for my Eastern Conference, I I'm well, I'll say you know what? Give me Bucks Sixers. It might be a really homer call. I know I'm not supposed to do it, but I know you're going Raptors. We need to be different somewhere. Yeah. I'll take the Sixers getting there, playing the Bucks. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going Bucks Raptors. I, I think uh, if they do win, if the Sixers do win Game Six, Kawhi comes out and destroys in Game Seven. I think uh, the Raptors win that. Fuck you. So uh, I think the Bucks do beat the Raptors in the uh, Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, 
Yeah, I do too. Uh, I think I think it's gonna be yeah. Bucks in the uh, in the NBA Finals uh, representing the East. Yeah, I, honestly, the the Bucks might win it. Uh, I'd say Bucks right now. Bucks probably in Houston. Uh, I I want to see how I I don't want to pen, I'll pencil it in as Houston. I I won't write it in like I won't pen it in. I'll pencil it in as Houston just because I want to see what Steph does tonight or tomorrow night. Uh, I apologize for that. I want to see what Steph and Clay are able to do tomorrow night. If they come out and they play shitty, uh, and Katie's not there, I, I'm going Houston to win that series and Portland to win the other series and then Houston to win, uh, the Western conference finals. All right. This is where I'm going. Um, basically opposite of you, which is probably the odds are in my favor here. I'll take Portland golden state. I'll take golden state in seven against Portland. Um, so we'll take a golden state, Milwaukee NBA finals. And yeah, well, I think it's going to be either golden state or Houston. I, I think the winner, the winner of this series is going to, is going to go to the finals. I, yeah, I, I, I think that. that's how it's going to be. I but, think I think Golden State somehow finds a way. Maybe not to, maybe not game six, but maybe winning game seven. Um, and then I'll, I'll go out on a limb and I'll say Golden State Portland is gonna that series is gonna go seven. That's my opinion. You think so? I do. That's my opinion. I mean, I I said it before. Portland's the team there that could give the Golden State or Houston a run for their money. I don't think uh, it's gonna be Denver coming out and doing anything. It, it, it's hard to have a team compete when your best player is your big man. Uh, that that's just in, in the NBA today. I think that's how it is. Like the Sixers get away with it because yeah, they have uh, Embiid's their best player, but they also have Simmons and they have Tobias and they have Jimmy. They they have players around them. But when Jokic is the best player on your team, and then it's just kind of like you have Jabal Murray, yeah, but you, you don't have a starting five that's capable of beating the Warriors or capable of beating Houston. I don't think. I agree. Okay, with all that. Well, what I would like to talk about now is our gambling tip. I know we're a little out of order today, but this just works out perfect. So last night, my um, cousin messaged me around 9 o'clock. He said, yo, what do you think about Golden State? I said, um, yes, a lot of people like them. Yes, Golden State minus six seems like it should be. That should be easy money. It does. But the quote unquote, um, I don't call them sharps because I don't know who sharp is. I don't. I've never met a sharp in my life. I, I don't know who a sharp is. But the people that know more about this stuff and have more quote unquote sources than us, they were betting Houston. So I told them that I said, listen, if I had money here, if I had free roll, I would go Houston plus the six. It, it makes more sense in my head. And then he yeah. made the comment to me. He said, I need to recruit my money from the Portland loss. I said, you're not betting this game. Uh, you're going to live to see another day. This goes right into our gambling tip, which is don't bet just because you want to get back what you lost or because you want to bet because you have an edge. Yeah. Bet, bet the edge. Don't just bet because, Oh, this is a good line. It looks like, or this looks like, uh, it could make me some money. Let's throw some money on it. And golden state didn't cover last night. So that would have been a bad bet for him. Exactly. And he um, said, I wanted to recoup my money. I said, okay. And Golden State came out hot and everything. And um, I looked, I woke up, you know, the normal 345 in the morning. I looked at it. I said, yeah. huh, Golden State won by five. They didn't cover. So if he would have made the bet, instead of him trying to recoup the losses he had, he would have been recouping two unit losses now, which um, I won't talk about how much he bets, but he would have been recouping two units. And I guarantee you, um, 
Then he'd be coming back to me saying, oh, we, we need a winner here. Like, I need to recoup all this. It's not how you bet. It's how you lose. Believe us, if you have an edge somewhere, uh, more than happy. Throw money on it. I, I want you to throw money on if you have an edge. Yeah, but please, an edge. Yeah. please don't bet just because you want to make money back. It never works. Never, ever, ever, ever. And that's for our gambling tip. If you want uh, any more of our expert insight, hit us up on Twitter. At Book It Podcast on Twitter, on uh, Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. All at and, uh, Book It Podcast. At Book It Podcast. Uh, and don't forget, on Twitter, at Book It Podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, at Book It Podcast, and Spotify, at Book It Podcast. Did you get at that? At Book It Podcast. Uh, I'm I'm just making sure uh, we sh- yeah we shamelessly plug ourselves out here. Uh, no shame in it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's get into. I know what you want to finally talk about. I know we're a little long into here, but hey, we've been we've been away for a while. The people need a little longer yeah. of a podcast. Right. Exactly. Uh, I want to just talk about a couple of the moves that happened in the NFL today. Uh, so today, approximately less than an hour ago, uh, I'll actually tell you when I got the update for it. It. It's about 50-some minutes ago at this point. Uh, Baldwin and Cam Chancellor have been released from the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Don't know how I feel about that. I know Cam Chancellor uh, has been mulling retirement for a while, and Doug Baldwin is injured, but maybe it's just being on Seattle because it seems like a lot of guys won out, like Earl Thomas won out last year. I don't know what's going on there in uh, Seattle with that uh, their locker room or with their culture, but apparently the defensive guys don't really like being there uh, from what I've heard. And uh, I mean, Doug Baldwin may never play again because he's injured, but say, say there is the, uh, there's the chance that he comes back and he's able to play again. Some team's going to get a number one receiver. Like, Oh, a hundred percent. Someone's going to, someone's going to get a steal. Even if he's not a, a true number one and he comes in as a, a mentor, be a guy that, that, can can catch can get seven or eight targets a game, even five or six targets a game, and it can make that impact. That's that's the guy he's gonna be, and I, I hope he does come back, and I hope a team that picks him up is a contender, and I hope he he helps him. Anybody but New England, I'm fine with. I was just gonna say that's a perfect pickup for New England. Yeah, anybody but New England, I'm fine with. But that actually transitions into Ben Watson just signed with New England for a one year deal. What he just he just retired briefly at the beginning of, or yeah at the beginning of the offseason at the end of the year he said he was done he's retiring and he just signed with New England to a one year deal back to where he got drafted. Hey, you know what they say? Belichick comes calling. You're not gonna say no. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean Ben Watson being 38 years old. I mean yeah, that's old. He still shows he can play at a high quality level, and also uh, the tight end in New England that. Can make some damage. Uh, I'm just gonna say, watch out for Ben Watson on your fantasy radars. Uh, I mean, I, I want to say that too, but I almost feel like that's too obvious. I feel like there's gonna be some young guy that we don't even know about that they're bringing Watson in to be like a blocker and kind of almost like a mentor. But I don't know. I'm, I might be reading too far into it, and the the obvious Ben Watson might just be the answer. Yeah, I I, I really don't. Don't know how to take it from a fantasy standpoint at at, at this juncture. Uh, 
but Ben Watson signed a one-year deal with New England, and uh, I'm intrigued to see how that goes because he was there earlier. He started his career with Tom Brady as his QB. He's 38 years old, and Tom Brady is still his QB. So uh, I'm just saying I I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? What else we got from the NFL? Uh, just one more thing. Uh, after his second uh, one-year or one-year hiatus from the NFL, uh, Richie Incognito may sign with the Raiders. I mean, they said he they worked him out recently. The only thing that's pending that uh, they're hesitant to sign him on is he has a suspension coming, possibly some disciplinary action from the NFL. It could be two games. It could be four games. They're waiting to see how long it is uh, just, just to figure out if they want to sign him or not, how long they want to sign him, what the contract should be. Uh, they just got to work out the details right now because he is awaiting a suspension or some, site, some sort of discipline. Yeah, um, I don't know why I think about Oakland. He will help because he was a he he was an all an all star Pro Bowler at one per, uh, at one point in his career. Obviously, I think will help. Um, I just don't think Oakland like we talked about, especially last time, especially with the draft and everything. Um, I don't think Oakland's gonna have a great year. They're on my radar for an under. A, um, a, Win total under. Um, I don't think this does much to that. And fantasy-wise, that backfield, I also don't think this does much to it. No, well, I mean, they got Josh Jacobs and Doug Martin. I, I really don't think it does anything there. I just think Oakland's turning into a team of thugs like they usually have been for the past couple of years. Or not not the past couple of years, but in the past. Uh, you got AB, who's a big diva. You got... Uh, Vontez Perfect, you got now Richie Incognito, all guys who are kind of shitty. Hey, getting back to the roots, man. What else can you say? Yeah, exactly. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, they're turning into a shitty team again, like player-wise. Uh, player so, um, basically, that little five-minute spell of the NFL, expect that basically every podcast from here on out Herndon is going to be our um, NFL news guy because I won't lie, I still haven't looked at anything in the NFL. I get these updates, and I won't lie, I barely look at them because it's not like I don't care about the NFL. It's just, it's, I just, actually, I don't care about the NFL right now. That's actually the reason. Yeah, I I always care about it. I'm always looking into it, always looking for news, always looking for something. Hey, that's why we're teammates here. Yeah, well, We'll see how that goes. So, from news from the um, NHL, because I'm your NHL guy now, uh, Go Canes got them plus 140 for the series. Uh, I actually think they can win tonight. I might take them plus 130. Um, all I got to say is two game sevens. My takeaway, Ben Bishop, goalie for the Dallas Stars, had the greatest game seven performance ever. He had 52 saves. Yes, he gave up two goals. His team had, I think, 28 shots on goal, and St. Louis had 54 shots on goal. Ben Bishop played the greatest game seven ever, and I think there will be a 30 for 30 about for it in about 10, 11 years. Remember, remember this time, Ben Bishop, 52 saves in a game seven. Holy hell. Jesus Christ. I, like, I don't even follow hockey, and that's just nuts. Oh, he was ball. He was he was a brick wall, and hey, he yeah, he, they lost. He gave up two goals. But he gave the second one up in double OT, and hey, man, his his team let him down. But the better team did win the game. St. Louis did deserve to win, so I'm okay with it. 
Yeah, hold, like I like Jesus Christ. Most teams don't get that many shots on goal. Like, well, it like went. 50, it did go two OTs. Yeah, but you're saying what? What did the uh, what did St. Louis? Uh, All right, the Stars had the Stars had about yeah. 28. St. Louis had 54. Yeah, that's very, just ridiculous. It was a very lopsided game. That's ridiculous. Yeah, and um, I think that about wraps us up here. Uh, unless you have something else to add, I think you could send us on home. Yeah, the only thing I have to add is we had a little interruption uh, about three minutes ago where my dog ran in my room and shit. But uh, All right, guys, everybody, thank you for listening again. Uh, make sure you tune in next week. Uh, we're going to get back on a normal schedule. Uh, I know it's been, it's been a little hectic recently with – me being sick, and then my finals week, and now Everly's finals week. But uh, we're, we're going to get back into it more in a normal schedule, and uh, we're, we're going to take it from there. Uh, so, again, thanks for tuning in. As always, this has been your co-host, Colin Herndon, and Alex Everly, signing off. Cheers.